with information on the latest developments in assistive technology and initiatives from the studios of 2RPH in Sydney, RPH Australia brings you AbleQuest. Hello, I'm Barbara Sullivan. The clothes we wear can affect our mood and self-confidence. If we think we look good, it helps us feel good. And dressing is an integral part of self-expression and not to be sacrificed due to movement loss or impairment. Yet those living with a disability or restricted mobility through illness or age have fewer choices for fashionable and comfortable clothing. Serena Gove wants to make a difference by providing innovative designs for people who have loss or limited movement. She believes that every person has the right to feel great in what they're wearing. Serena worked in the aged and disability sector for more than 20 years and then created a company that designs, sources, manufactures and distributes adaptive clothing for all ages and disabilities. Caring Clothing is an Australian company which provides a one-stop shop for people who experience difficulties with dressing. It stocks everything from 90s, non-slip socks, calming sensory clothing, bibs, clothing protectors and incontinence aids. Elaine Jontek spoke to her about her passion for adaptive clothing and how it can benefit individuals, their carers, and help maintain independence and dignity. Welcome to AbleQuest, Serena. Can you explain the term adaptive clothing? It's actually a relatively new term. So adaptive clothing is about subtle adaptions that are made to regular clothing to make it's easier for people with disabilities or age to dress. So these adaptions are about the subtle changes, replacing buttons and zips, which are often very difficult to operate when you've got limited movement. We've replaced them with Velcro and clips, side-opening trousers and open-back tops and nightwear to make things easier to get on and take off. We've also got some clothing that's been specifically designed for people with dementia who wander, things like incontinence wear, where regular underwear and bedding has been adapted so that if anyone has any of those issues, whether you're a child, a male or a female adult, can use these without it being obvious to the outside world. We also have things like sensory compression clothing. Anything to do with adaptive clothing is about making the lives easier of people with disabilities and aged so there are a lot of benefits in that, especially for the, as you say, the aged and people with disability. Absolutely. Whether it's a short-term or a long-term disability, whether you're aged or young, a teen, an adult, there are actually huge advantages to the wearer as well as often the carers and health professionals. So it can make dressing easier whether you're lying down in a chair or sitting or in a wheelchair it's quicker to dress if you're, say, we're talking about an aged care, that then gives you more time to interact with the resident, get to know them a little bit more and not take so much time to get them dressed. It also means less rolling, lifting, repositioning. It reduces the risk of injury to both the carer and the wearer because often if you're making those awkward joint movements, to fit in regular clothing, you can create a lot of pain and discomfort for those people. Some of the other things that 
people benefit from is that they withstand high temperatures of industrial washing machines. So if you're in a nursing home and your clothes are being washed in a nursing home, the temperatures are set at a very high rate so that often clothes, regular clothing can shrink, kill and just disintegrate. So this clothing doesn't do that. And most of all, the most important thing about and the benefit of this clothing is that it promotes independence, dignity, self-worth, self-identity and choice because the way we dress is often the way we actually feel and just because you have a disability or age, it shouldn't be different for them either. Yeah, you want to be proud of what you wear. I remember my mother-in-law was 99 in a nursing home and they said that she dressed like the Queen because she always liked yeah. to wear a nice dress. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's so important to continue to what they're accustomed to. And often that does change for whatever reason it does. And I feel that this is important that we give people that choice and opportunity to continue to be themselves. So I understand you worked for about 20 years in aged care and disability, so you know what you're talking about. What was it about that background that encouraged you into this industry? Can you tell us about that? I grew up in a small country town and we were encouraged to be a part of the disability and aged care community. So really from a young age, I always wanted to be a nurse and that led me to doing my Division 2 nursing, which I did in the hospital system and was the last group to go through, so I was very fortunate. And then I went on to work in nursing homes and a home and community care environment, caring for elderly, young men, particularly quadriplegics. I also worked at a specialist school for disabled. I was very fortunate to work seven years at Alzheimer's Australia, which was just an amazing experience and combined with this experience and the challenges that I saw and there are two examples I can give whereby a friend of mine who had MS and she was struggling with dressing she was a new young mum and suddenly she was wheelchair bound and had many challenges dressing and my dad had a short-term injury where he was only able to wear tracksuit pants and he was certainly he's never been in a pair of tracksuit pants and it was something he wasn't accustomed to and the other one was when I worked looking after some quadriplegics in the home and the challenges with dressing was what really drew me to starting this business and I'm passionate about the industry and I was always compelled to create some independence and choice for where people are often overlooked. So caring clothing is about adaptive clothing and about providing choice and independence for people who mostly need it. You sound like a very practical person. You just mentioned earlier that uh, you were one of the last to train in the hospital. Is that before the university systems were kicked in for nurses? Yes, that's right. I did it at St Vincent's in Melbourne and it was just fabulous because you got the hands-on experience as your training. What were the challenges of this job? One of the things that has been obvious in the last couple of years has been the supply chain with COVID and the constraints mm-hmm. of getting products through, which mm-hmm. still is an ongoing issue. But one of the things I always grapple with is the difficulty to assist everyone's individual needs. And just sometimes I have to realise I 
can't be everything to everyone. That is a challenge in itself. Another part is about manufacturing and keeping pricing at affordable price for people with mm. a disability where it's already quite expensive when you have a disability. And one of the challenges is because it's adaptive, the manufacturing costs are a lot more expensive. It's that trying to keep at an affordable price mm. and meeting people's needs. Another side one is adaptive clothing being a relatively new term. It's often difficult to market something to people that don't know it exists. And the other part is obviously a working capital when you're a small business is always a challenge and a welcome challenge too. Yeah, so there must be rewards as well. Absolutely. And I think the immediate reward whereby you get people's feedback about how something has been life-changing. For instance, if it's incontinence, it's that they're no longer isolated. They can get out and socialise now without the fear of having an accident and everyone knowing about it. It might be a child being able to go off to camp and still be a part of it, but having underwear that can support their needs. It might be someone who's autistic or hypersensitive to particular fabrics and the our sensory compression clothing has enabled them to attend school without the challenge of dressing in the morning. There's just so many rewards from what we do and they're really direct from the customers that we get that reward. So can you tell us a little bit about, very briefly, I suppose, we, we have limited time, what are the most popular items and then can we talk about this calming compression clothing that you mentioned? Yeah, sure. So we have our open back tops and nighties and our side opening trousers, our non-slip grip socks and our adaptive slippers, then our sensory compression clothing and socks for adults and children, our incontinence aids and our accessories such as bibs and meal protectors which range from children right through to adults. It's a bit tough wearing a bib when you're an old lady or an old man. Um, Are are your bibs different from what normal bibs are? Yes, so we have a variety. So some are waterproof, some are regular, a terry toweling one, but then we have other ones that look like an an accessory, like a scarf that blends in with the clothing. So it's about them looking like they're a subtle Mm. uh, and part of their outfit as opposed to... A bib. I try to steer away from the term bib for adults because I think often that refers to a childish term. So I usually try and for the adults talk about clothing protectors or meal protectors for the adults and the bibs are for the babies and kids as well. You mentioned um, sensory compression clothing. Can you describe what that is and who is it for? Yeah, absolutely. These are actually some of our best sellers. These are for children and adults all the way through it's a great solution for people who have autism or ADHD a sensory processing disorder anxiety or hypersensitivity there are non-restrictive sensory compression that can be worn 24 7 and they're made with a special wicking fabric so that they allow the body to breathe and they should be a, a snug fit like a hug 
Mm-hmm. So the sizing is really, really important to get right because it needs to provide a gentle pressure that will then assist regulate the children's body temperature and, and sensory systems. So it makes it easier for them to focus, listen and stay calm. It can be worn as an undergarment and it's uh, things like our seamless feel socks are also a perfect example whereby people who have hypersensitivity, the stitching's also on the outside that's stamped labelling so there's no tags. And it just allows these to be worn as an undergarment or they can also be worn as a singlet or a top. They're one of our most popular items. And uh, I believe now you're in partnership with the National Disability Insurance Scheme. We were very excited to say that we've been funded under the NDIS under consumables, so we're approved under assisted product personal care and people can purchase our items under consumables, which is very exciting. So can you tell us how we would order the products and also find out a little bit more? You can order online, which is www.caringclothing.com.au. There are various payment options online so if you are part of the NDIS you don't have to pay up front or you can choose to be invoiced there are many options online also our catalogs online so you can also have a look at that if that's something that would benefit you you can email us at info at caringclothing.com.au or you can speak to our caring clothing team on 1300 365 which is a free number. We'd love to hear from you. Well, thank you very much, Serena Go, for um, giving up some of your busy time and it's um, terrific to, to talk to you. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Elaine. Appreciate your time. And that was Serena Gove, the Director of Caring Clothing, the Adaptive Clothing Specialists. You have just been listening to AbleQuest, a program that looks at developments in assistive technology and initiatives. From Elaine Jontek and Barbara Sullivan, thank you for listening and goodbye till next program. Mm-hmm.